saying factually what I saw. Eyewitness reports. <laughs> Sir, keep your gourd away from me. No, stop. It's so scary. I'm it. trying to do it again so I can see it. That's so different, but that's also good. Is it a different <laughs> gourd or a different, you know? A volleyball with a face <laughs> This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Oh, In my head, I want to describe what I thought you were was behind you. Oh, yeah. I hit the record button, so we're uh, we're live. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What if I had revealed some secrets about the politics or something tell me these secrets you have <laughs> tell me your political secrets amanda <laughs> i think now is a great time for you to reveal those i have none is Aww. true i know anyway so what you me, should have said is i'll share it at the end of the podcast oh keep them listening keep mm-hmm. them wanting more mm-hmm. uh so i know that you're in a little closet to record so that you get the best sound but in my mind what i saw behind you was some sort of series of denim like a denim shirt some denim pants and i thought you like were in some a sort set of special... like i made a special set for our podcast no like you were in some sort of denim only closet that these people had in their house i am in a special closet Okay, so I was close. Yes. So um, so I'm house-sitting in this giant house and was like hunting around this morning trying to figure out where I was going to record because the first floor is like, I don't know, a 1,500 square foot open floor plan with wood floors. Mm-hmm. Literally like no place to possibly... Place. Right, no place yeah. to have any sort of um, space. The upstairs is carpeted, but again, still giant, giant bedrooms. But I found the smallest bedroom, um, and I'm in the closet of that bedroom, which is still... So it's one of the closets with like the sliding mirror doors, right? Uh-huh. The closet's still so big that it doesn't have two sliding mirror doors. It has three. That's enormous. And this is definitely their like winter coat skiing and veil closet. Ooh. So behind thought, okay. me is a no, behind me is a bathrobe because it's yeah. a, because it's a guest room, but in front of me is like seven fluffy, very fancy parkas and a billion snow boots. I want to go get some clothes and then go skiing. I know, right? Every time I like dig around in here, I'm like, "Oh, the dress-up box for this fantasy of my life." <laughs> oh, yeah. Except their pantry's a little boring. It's like, here's a case of chicken stock. And I'm like, oh, that's... That's no use to me. No, that's not part of my fantasy. It's not. So what's up? We should say um, that this is the Two Girls Talking Podcast show. But it says that on the intro already. Yeah, but it's still, like, you still say it. Why? I think at this point, if there's anyone still listening, they would know what it is. My favorite murder does it. Okay. I mean, I do like that. I know. Sort of. All right. Sort of. Well, I mean, I don't listen to it anymore, but I love the idea of it. Oh, okay. Well, you're missing out. I just don't like murders. I know, but they're so fun. I know. It's hard. I know. It's hard if you don't like murders. 
I know. Well, I mean, it's just hard listening to a bunch of murders. It really bothers me, and I get like, I think about it a lot, you know. So oh, that means you're not listening to enough podcasts. You just gotta like go on to the next one, and then you can think about something enraging, like you know, the uh, Obamacare replacement plan. Yeah, which which I want to call Achu. Why? Well, the abbreviation is A H C A. Uh huh. And, and on the political podcast in the weeds that Vox puts on, which is my favorite newsy podcast, mm-hmm. um, they were talking about like how do you say it, and they made some funny jokes about how you need like a you need like some really good like Jewish Yiddish accent in order to, pr- to pronounce it because it's got that kind of like Hebrew school like <laughs> ah yes I can see that <clears throat> um and then they also called it the aha um as in it's surprising. And then the aha. Anyway, Sarah Cliff, who's like my, she's she's been on healthcare beat for seven years and knows everything. And anytime she speaks, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, journalism's hard. Um, it's too hard. Everyone agrees, right? No, I'd rather this be my form of journalism. <laughs> Some light journalism. It's hard because I had to wake up early and find earbuds. Yeah, that's um, pretty comparable to most <laughs> things journalists go through. But she she was like, guys, I'm telling you, we just need to call it Achu. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's funny because it's like... America's allergic to it. Well, no, it's just like a sickness word. She's not trying to like make a statement on like how terrible it is. I um, am. She lets the facts do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't even know how I got on healthcare. Yeah, it's boring. Let's talk about something fun. What a week, am I right? <laughs> Is that considered fun? I was sick all week, like violently stomach ill. I know. It was just like, it felt just like there were so many things. I mean, I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's like, I don't know. It's just like one moment into the next. Nothing is easy. Yeah. Everything is terrible. No, everything is so terrible and so heartbreaking and so wrenching, and I feel like it doesn't get easier, and it's just one long, sad time in the life, you know? This week especially was just awful. So I was thinking, instead of our typical, well, I mean, instead of what we've done all week, which is text each other complaining about every 10 to 15 minutes. Minimum. Minimum. Minimum viable complaining. (laughs) MVC. Oh my god, I wish that was my job. I'd be so rich. If I had a quarter for every oh, time Lord. I complain. When people so always say that, time. if I had a quarter, I'm like, well, yeah, no, if money grew on trees, like uh, I know they don't mean it literally. They're just trying to make a point, but still. But still, like, don't. Uh, so I was watching Love last night, which is a TV show on Netflix, and he the guy said to the girl he's like oh i love that you're like shit talking your friends to me that's cute and she's like really why and he's like it shows that you trust me she said don't get too excited i would literally shit talk to anyone (laughs) and i was like oh my religion cool glad it's here for others to witness that's funny Mm -hmm. what's the show love is the name of it it's not very good and i see the stars of it everywhere and it's set in silver lake and it's kind of like the exact thing i would write so i probably shouldn't say it's not very good but yeah. but you would do it better is what you're saying 
No, I could at least write that level. Well, on where can show. we? Where can we watch this um, trash? The CISO, oh, Hulu, God. Netflix. It's a Netflix show with Judd Apatow. It's a Judd Apatow show. Oh, you made it sound like it was like podcasters down the street. No, it's a huge show. That's the show so- we should write. Podcasters down the street, kill me. What? No, there's a whole there's a whole plot line on the sh- the love about how she works at like an internet radio place and how like she signed this huge podcaster who like talks about like smutty stuff and I was like, yeah, I know. I also could read the story bible for this area. I get what you're writing about. Anyway, I see the stars of it. It's like Jillian Jacobs from Community. It's actually not that bad. I just like I just wish it was slightly better. That's all. I don't know who Jillian Jacobs is. She's the blonde girl from Community, Britta. There was some girls on Community. Mm-hmm. One of them did, did. One of them. There was some sort of meme about her boobs. Yeah, she's the one that's marrying James or Dave Franco. And and did she go on to do movies that you love? Uh, maybe not that I love, but she went on to be very famous. Is her name Rosemary? No, it's Allison. Allison Brie. Oh, oh, she was in a movie I liked. Yeah, she's or maybe in a movie lots of people. Or like. maybe I saw a trailer and thought. I would see that movie. <laughs> and then end. I would like it. Yeah, she was a sister end. or something. Yeah, she usually is. She was on Mad Men for many years. She's in a lot of stuff. I don't like Mad Men. Well, cool. Good talk, everyone. Murder podcast only for me. If I'm going to do something sad, I want it to be a murder podcast. Not a bunch of white guys getting rich fucking that over women. Sad. That is sad. Um, Wait, what's that movie with Anne Hathaway about sisters? That you like? Oh, Rachel getting married. Who's the girl? I love that movie. Rosemary DeWitt. Oh, and she's not the same as Allison Brie. No, okay. she's not. She's great. Do they look the same? They look very similar, all but right. not. Well, that's all that I need similar. to know. Now I can move on with my life, feeling smug, like I knew a thing about a person. Well, no, Allison Brie's like tw- was like twenty when Rosemary DeWitt was like forty, so. Well, then they could play each other, write that movie. Oh, no, I don't think so. Young and Old. Young and Old? Is that the title, the working title of this <laughs> that's just movie the, about that's just... someone who is once young and then becomes old? <laughs> cool plot. <laughs> Who's going to buy that? Okay, first of all, that's just the slug. Second of all, you start... The slug? <laughs> that's a journalism term, okay. Okay. Um, It's like what you call your trash article... And then at the end, you like have to come up with the headlines. So people read it. Now I know, but was your slug young and old? Yeah, it's like you've got this idea. It's young and old, and then like as you're writing it, you're like, okay, now I know what the title is. Mm. It's I can't do it. What is it? Yeah, young, old, <laughs> and young. <laughs> you got nothing. No, I had ideas, but they weren't any better than young and old, so I didn't say them. Nice. Um, no, it was it. About. It'd be like Titanic, where you start out with old. And then it like flashbacks. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. that movie everyone loves with the four ladies. Nope. And the Rosie nope. O'Donnell's in it. The notebook. <laughs> oh yeah, they did that in the notebook too. Yeah. I've seen that one. I bet you have. Seems like you're kind of trash. I remember I was in college when it came out. And the trailer was very well targeted shall we say can you imagine and 
my friend Kathy and I, we were like working once we were like it was a summer in college and we were working all summer and all of our friends had like gone back home to like I don't know have like summer vacation lives and and we didn't have families or homes and we were like no we live here in the student union building literally Uh, and we were I had this insane job where I worked in the game room for the student union building which was inexplicably open during the summer even though no one would come um, and the idea was that like I would read my Tory books or something while I worked there, observing a room and renting out games and pool cues for the people who didn't come. Uh huh. Um, and I actually ended up quitting the job because even though that sounds really easy, it made me insane. Oh, I was like, I don't need your seven dollars an hour. I feel like now I would do it and just be like grateful to be left alone, you know? Yeah, maybe. It's hard to say. It was 10 years ago. I was a different person with different totally. different financial needs and goals. Very true. But even now, any job that like requires me to be at a certain time in a certain place, I'm like, do, do I look I like a wizard? How know. could I possibly? I know. Um. Anyway, so um, we would sit around like watching stuff on our laptops because it was, you know, like the early age of laptops where it was such a novelty. Now, Mm -hmm. I mean, I get that now it's like still what people do. They're like YouTube forever. But this was, I mean, you really had to dig for anything to watch. Um, And Apple trailers was like the place to, if you wanted to watch stuff. (laughs) This is so sad. Do you remember this? I do remember this. Like in Apple trailers, like was the default homepage. And so everyone was like, did you see the trailer? I do remember this specifically at Biola. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we were really into the trailer for the notebook. We, we felt very taken in by the story being painted in the trailer mm-hmm. and couldn't wait till it came out. And we would text each other being like, dude, what do you think happens? The notebook. The notebook. Yeah. And by text each other, I mean like instant message. There was not texting. Do you want to see a cute picture? Um, Can I just finish my notebook story? I mean, if you feel obligated to. I do. I kind of get the the gist of it, if you (laughs) will. Well, anyway, we were super into it that we started going through the trailer like frame by frame because there's a part. Oh, wow. Yeah. Forensic psychologist. I have to remind you, this was a long time ago. There wasn't anything else to do or watch. Such a dark world, this picture of this world with only Apple trailers. No actual movies, just trailers. I will say she went and saw this um, Anne Hathaway movie at a dollar theater, and I would make her tell me about it all the time because it was so poorly made. And what she, was it? It was, it was like a Princess Diaries knockoff. Ooh. So it's like some sort of like frog princess or something. Not the Disney movie. But like... I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what movie no. I'm referring to? <clears throat> if you look- oh, Ella Enchanted. Yeah. Maybe. That's like literally the only other princess movie Anne okay. Hathaway's been in. Okay, then it must be that. Um, I was like, I think I've seen that, but I guess I haven't. Um, I just have heard about it over and over again. So, like, there's the CGI snake that's her friend, but it's like, you, like... Cabby in the would- notebook? <laughs> no, in Ella Enchanted. I'm telling you the other thing we watched besides the trailer. I'm building up some suspense for what we did with the trailer. No, tell me about the trailer. (laughs) No, let me finish my stories. 
Oh, God. I haven't thought about this in forever. So I guess the CGI snake looked like it was like still in production. Mm-hmm. So like it was almost like if you could imagine it wasn't a CGI snake, but it was a stuffed snake that they were like dangling with string. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she kept wondering, like, is this the right movie? Like um, she didn't know if she was in the right movie? If yeah, or if they had made some sort of mistake, like they had swapped out like the draft copy for the final copy. Oh yeah. Anyway, I would make her tell me that story all the time. Uh my friend Lauren <laughs> one time we went and saw a movie and it was bad. It was mm-hmm. called Save the Date, I think. Uh-huh. And she asked for the money our money back. Because she was like, there's no way that's the actual movie. Like, obviously, like, half the movie must be missing. Otherwise, like, how could someone produce this? And she got our money back from the Regal La Habra. That's so unfair if you watch the whole movie, though. I think she really believed something must be wrong. No. Because I remember us being like, no, it's just a bad movie. It was with Dermot McDermott. Oh, Maid of Honor? No. I've never seen that. No, no, this was a this was a movie a long time ago. It's about some girl and her like sisters getting married, as they always do in movies. This and... movie is called oh, Maid of Deborah Honor. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. Yeah, this movie is called Maid of Honor. I promise you, it's called Maid of Honor. No, it's called Save the Date. Which is what I said when I started this story. <laughs> i kept being like i haven't seen maid of honor but i'm pretty sure that's not the plot line yeah so deborah messing has to get an escort so her family thinks she's not like an old witch yeah which i'm like i'm like who are these families that can pull this over like every wedding i go to everyone would be so on to me so fast i know right they're like dermot moroney's here with you (laughs) explain this (laughs) And I'd be like, no, we're good friends. I'd be like, it's Lover, Jason. Lover I'd be like, it's Jason Bourne. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Can I show you a picture now? Just one more bit about the notebook. <laughs> oh this God. has been film talk. Okay. Has it been? Because I. You talked okay. to. See, it's a good segment. <laughs> go for it. Um. So we would go frame by frame. Because there's one part of the notebook trailer where they kind of like do this like montage fast frame thing. Yeah. So we would slow it. the girls into a frenzy. Yeah. So we would slow it down so we could see, we could try to analyze each of these shots. Yeah. Figure out what the story was. If you only knew how little the person who put it together cared. I'm sure. Well, what's crazy is that it did go on to be like the most popular college movie ever. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, at the time. <clears throat> when the face time, yes. when Facebook started, they had this thing that showed you the top 10 for your school and then the top 10 for like all it of Facebook. So cool. Yeah. It and, was so cool. And one of the categories was movies and Notebook was always the first movie for years. Yeah. Like the entire time Facebook had that feature. Yeah, that was a cool feature. That's a bummer. Yeah, well, it's a small town feature, you know. Oh, it is. But it's nice to know things about the world. It yes. Well, now you can, you know, get that information wherever you please. Oh. I mean, like that was like before algorithms were a thing. Mhm. That was like we have an idea for an algorithm. 
Look, it's us in Yosemite. Isn't that cute? Yeah, that's, a, that. that's a cute picture of us. I mean, it's like I a know. it's like a well taken photo. It is. Who it took is. it? Some random person on our trip. Right, because we were alone. We were. It was the right time of day or something. That's a good. That's a good photo. <laughs> yeah, you made it into a card. It says, "There's no one I'd rather eat five dollar footlongs with." <laughs> oh. Back when footlongs were five dollars, now they're six dollars. We live in a different world. And they're not a foot long. There was like a whole expose. God, we got fooled for so many years. Some YouTuber was like, here's a ruler. Here's a sandwich. <laughs> a test we would fail instantly. Uh, Yeah, measurements are not our friends. I remember when I was growing up, we had hot lunch on Fridays at our school. Like we didn't have lunch every day, but on Fridays we had lunch. And there was a different food provider each Friday. And so once a month was Subway and you had to order, you had to order on Wednesday what you were going to get on Friday. <laughs> <clears throat> and there was like a little, like the teacher went around with this like little order form with boxes on it and stuff. Um, and you would get a three inch sub or a six inch or a nine inch. Like you basically like checked off how many like three inch portions you wanted uh-huh. But then your like family got charged for it. Like the price was right there next to it, um, and so I always felt like I a very acute knowledge of how much sandwich was three inches of sandwich, uh. <laughs> because also it felt like the girls would always. I was in sixth grade, I think this particular memory, and I feel like girls would always just get three inches, and I always felt like guys, we're getting a sandwich at school. Like, shouldn't we get a sandwich? <laughs> but I felt you know pressured. Sure, yeah. Gotta give those three inches. I wish and I then, like, coffee. some guys would be, like, a foot long. You know. Back you know. when it was a foot long. Back in the day. How much were the sandwiches, do you remember? Like tw- 10 cents? 20 cents? It was, okay. <laughs> Turn of this the century. Isn't, this isn't young and old, alright? <laughs> young and old. Old and young. First she's old, then she's young this again, sounds like but a it's Christmas not the carol. beginning. <laughs> it is. It's sung to the tune of Silver, Bear, oh, Silver Bells. Oh, okay. That's why it sounds like a Christmas carol. Young and old. <laughs> That's because young and old is set in December. Are you Christmas ready? Time. Young and old, I've been told it's something we always remember. And then the old lady, <laughs> Rosemary DeWitt, <laughs> looks wistfully out the window and there's what is like, she looking at her there's past? yeah exactly okay. she's remembering is it hard to remember so long ago when you're 40 and then what happens we go through the window and then we're looking back at the other side of the window and allison brie who is young is looking towards the future and the part of the movie is about her. We or wait, or window. wait, maybe we go through the window and Allison Breed's like outside, right? And she's like standing on a beach and she's looking okay, off into I the just... distance. <laughs> I didn't know we were at the beach, but okay. She's looking off into the distance. Abigail, this sounds like a, some, a movie that Lauren's going to get back 650 from the Regal La Habra for, okay? We're not developing it very well. I thought that was the point. 
No, y'all get old as our, our money maker. Oh, we okay. Well, I'll keep the, then. I'll keep my good ideas for off the air. I don't want anyone stealing our script. Oh God, young and old. I've been told. Time to remember what's happened. <laughs> I like the idea that it's. I like the idea that it's somehow about or... like. The fear of memory. <laughs> I don't remember. Dude, that's my life, though. I do have the fear of memory. Maybe we should write this script, but better. No, I think it's pretty good the way we pitched it. <laughs> I like the. With I December like the and of... the surprise beach. Okay, it's December, but there's a beach. You're going to go through a window. There's a lady. <laughs> Maybe it's in Australia. Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm just saying, in December, they're all about the beaches. Something we know a lot about. Hey, man. Well, all right. Dingoes, kangaroos, koala bears. It's been film talk. The Outback. Thank you. <laughs> we'll probably fit another one in by the end of this episode. I feel like I there feel was like some the thread I didn't didn't finish. You feel like it's the beginning of the episode and it hasn't even started? Yeah, you ha- you had something you wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, I, do- I was gonna say we've had a shitty week. Let's do a grateful bit and talk about some positive things. Okay, let's do that. So let's think of three things we're grateful for. That this will all be over soon in the scheme of things. Well, that's not true. <laughs> in the scheme of things. But then there's just other bad things that are gonna happen. I'm grateful for George Saunders. Um, <clears throat> I started listening to a book of his of uh, short stories, and I'd never listened to any of his work before, and I was very blown away by what a good writer he is. Although I shouldn't have been, because that's literally the only thing anyone ever says about him is Who what. Who is he? Incredible... I don't know. What does he write? George Saunders. Oh, contemporary fiction. I do so. love contemporary fiction. It's the only kind I read. Oh, speaking of fiction, we should check my Goodreads uh, contest. See if I won any. Listeners, Abigail entered like 15 Goodreads concert uh, contests yesterday, hoping to be a big winner. And let's cheer her on and let's really hope that she won some stuff so that we can all feel like winners, you know. If not, we'll be grateful for another opportunity, another day to win some more things. Hang on. It looks like I didn't win any of them. Oh. But wait, no, let me reload. Because it says status open, one, no. But the status isn't open anymore. So I'm going to reload so at least it says status closed, one, no. Status, winner's chosen, one, no. That's sad, I'm sorry. I'm just, well, it's fine. I mean, I just, I was going to see what my odds were. Not good, looks like. There's... Man, what this one book that I thought I had a really good chance of, I had a one in ten chance of winning. <clears throat> and you still lost? I, yeah. Shameful. That's what motivated me to get crazy with this contest business anyway. It's fine. I can just up my game. I only entered like 15 contests that were all ending soon. I could do that every day. I'll have books for years. And that's something to be grateful for. Listeners. All right. <laughs> relentlessness in action no it's fine I'll enter a thousand contests every day 
Young and old. <laughs> Yesterday, my friend Sarah, um, I was trying to show her Instagram stories. That's something I'm grateful for. Um, and she hadn't used Instagram in years. And we opened up her <gasps> Instagram and she was following like 800 accounts that like she hadn't followed. Oh, weird. And it was like Miss Brazil Bikini 2016. They were all like accounts that had tons and tons of followers and were like weird celebrities and businesses that she doesn't care about. And I was like, somehow you got hacked, hacked, I guess. Yeah, her account got like hacked and taken over to follow weird accounts that pay for it. It's so weird. Because it's like her, it still says it's her. It still has her as the profile picture. All the pictures are still like her kids when they were babies, like four years ago or whatever. Um... But it was, yeah, I was, so I was like, here, I'll take care of this. And then I unfollowed them all individually. Oh my God. And I was like, this is the most relaxing activity I've ever done because it tricks my brain into not feeling guilty because I'm not doing anything. It's like my, my, like my, like my brain has been fooled into being productive. Are you making a turd face at me? Or are you making a smug face? No, I was making a turd face. A regular turd or a smug turd? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it totally tricked my brain. I enjoyed doing it. I just sat there, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. It it's great. so horrible. I can't, it's so horrible. Well, I now I've so- now I've purified her account. She's she's following thirty five people, all of which she knows. Wow, you're so nice. And then I showed her Instagram stories, which I just started using on Monday. Yeah, I've been. I saw that. I watch sparingly, I would say. I try not to spend too much time on the Instagram stories because they melt into each other like one nine-hour session of television. So. Oh, yeah, because you follow a ton of people, huh? I follow like 800 people or something. Oh. Or 400? No, 462. That would be an endless session of television. Yeah, and I really went through it the other day and tried to, to get rid of a bunch of people. I also blocked some – well, not blocked, but I – um. Hid. I've been trying not to stalk people like that I get obsessed with, shall we say, and so uh, and other areas of other people's lives that I feel like I don't need to know about. So I've been um, trying not to research it even when I really want to. So I took those all those people out of my search, just deleted them all. So if I search for them, like if I have to search for them, it's not as easy as just hitting the search button and then right. their name and, is the like, first thing that pops me. up. Man, yeah. that search thing is such a <clears throat> interesting look into people's lives yes i remember one time i was dating a guy and i like he went to search something and i saw that like a suggestion was like one of his ex-girlfriends and i was like hmm. we need to I, I like i didn't bring it up in the moment because we were like out for drinks but like sure. the next day i was like something happened that hurt my feelings mm-hmm. why are you searching for your ex-girlfriend can we talk about that Oh yeah, no. Because there's no there no search is pure of heart. No, no, especially on Facebook. I'm always if yeah if I I remember I had my boss's account passwords for work purposes and I went and clicked and it was like all their ex as well and it was sad because I was like oh they still miss them so much. Oh yeah, that is right. Yeah, seeing yeah exactly. So good for you for deleting your um suggested search basically yeah like stemming I, the tide I, giving giving I, you more time to feel guilty when you type in the whole name right like <laughs> i really have to do it and be active in it instead of being like whoops my hand slipped whoops it slipped again and then here i am my old haunted stomping grounds 
Um, My old haunted yeah. stomping grounds. That sounds like a good uh, a good bit in our movie. <laughs> That's what Rosemary DeWitt will say to her like new boyfriend about the old one when she was young. Maybe we'll see. It's complicated. We'll get there. It'll we'll get there. We'll get there. The plot will unfold itself. Um, yeah. So try to be a lot more intentional about the images and things that I look up. I did slip up once this week, but not on Instagram, just on Facebook, which is good because it was all stuff I'd already seen. No new information. So trying to be cool and not trying to be creepy and strange. Well, it's so hard though. It's so hard to have self-control and not do those things. Oh yeah. I am pretty good at not doing those things because I learned that like having information, that isn't given to me the way I want it to be given to me doesn't actually make me feel better. Yeah, no, exactly. I like want the information in the, you know, way I want it, not just by like coming across it. And then also a lot of times information just makes me sad. So, Oh, most of the time it makes me sad. Everything I find out, I'm just like, it like hurts my feelings. So all the time, you know, what's funny. So I was talking and so my therapist is moving away, um, which is like, the saddest thing um but we were talking about it uh in therapy yesterday and she was talking about like how like i you know how i like researching um of course and how when she moves away maybe i'll like be more interested in stalking her because i don't know anything about her because of like ethical rules and therapy and developing a professional relationship etc and so, which I'm usually fine with, but like if she moves away, maybe I won't be fine with it. Maybe I'll be like, I have to feel close to her. Let me find her Instagram stories or whatever. In, mm-hmm. th- in theory, we're just like, just me as a person tends to behave this way. And so we were talking about it and she was like, dude, I just thought your hand was a cat <laughs> jumping up behind you. <laughs> yes. Because the way you were stretching and the way it like came up behind you, it totally was like the way cats are assholes and are like, now I'm going to walk across your back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were talking about, you know, she brought that up and she was like, but oftentimes when you do look up information, like it ends up making you sad. And she was like, so, you know, maybe correct that's as usual. For King us, Friday. Right, maybe that's something for us to be talking about. And I was like, oh, for the record, and I'm not saying this is why I would stalk you, but like finding out information about you wouldn't make me sad because the way our no, relationship just... is ending isn't into like some sort of crash and burn heartbreak. It's yeah. like be- it's like because of circumstances beyond our control. Right. So I'm like, it's not like I'm going to like see you with like a new client and be like, oh, how dare she move on and get new clients? Can't she like coach you? Not when, not in her current, because she's getting her PhD, so like everything is rules. But she can't even like be a life coach or whatever? No, she has to focus on her like important life's work. Uh, she's moving to work at like a important thing. Well, there you go. I mean, you can hold out the hope that someday she will have a private practice and I'll be like, be my life coach. But she doesn't believe in uh, us talking about like, the future. Th- yeah, like fantasies that don't theoretical. Th- yeah, futures. theoretical future. She's like, no, we need to focus on the fact that the relationship. Oh, is she- she's like every other guy I've ever dated. <laughs> no, we need to focus on the fact that this relationship is ending. <laughs> Thanks. I know. I was just trying to see if there was some way I could weasel brain my way into your future. Duh. 
I mean, probably they searched you up on Facebook. That's one thing I've learned. Who? The people that you're ending relationships with, you're like, can I weasel my way into your future? And I'm saying you can because they're probably looking you up on Facebook. Oh. No, I always block. Block and burn. I'm saying you can look up people that you're not connected to and still try to weasel. You can look at their LinkedIn. Is something that my LinkedIn search history tells me because LinkedIn tells you who views your profile. I know. I try not to look at anyone's profile except in incognito mode for that reason. I don't care. I mean, because I'm not doing it to stalk. I'm doing it to like professionally stalk, which is the entire point. So I'm like, yeah, here I am. What's up? Here I am. Cruising. Here I am, uh, not looking for a job, just curious about what the goings on are. <laughs> just fill me in on the goings LinkedIn on. LinkedIn emails me once a week and says, let recruiters know you're open. Because I can set some sort of status now, I guess, where it's like, and you're like where it's like I'm a not. light, like a light is on at my door, like, reach out. And I'm like, no, no, do not. I want 15 barriers to entry, and even then I'm not going to reply. Again, just like a dating app. <laughs> Um, wait, you didn't say anything you're grateful for. We didn't talk about gratitude. I said I was grateful for Instagram stories, which is how we got on this path. If you can watch my Instagram stories, mine are are specifically, you would like mine specifically. Yeah. If there's any way for you to just like watch mine. (laughs) I mean, I try to. I try to. Because I'm like, here's funny videos of this. Here's funny... My nieces and nephews had a, like, fake band in the front yard the other day, complete with, like, blow-up air guitars Mm -hmm. and a microphone much like the one I'm holding. And my niece thinks she's some sort of rock star. Uh Uh-huh. Did you see this video? Am I describing something you've already seen? Yes. Oh, okay. Then never mind. But our listeners, and I can't believe I'm saying this, haven't seen it. (laughs) Well... Let me see if I can pull it up here. So she's like jamming out, which I think is so funny. Where is it? Why is that Were they singing the theme song to Young and Old? Maybe. Oh, this is the wrong video. This is this okay. kid who like cut Cutting her off. Segment. I have a billboard rage for you. Right? Like she's got feelings. Yeah, that's a lot of feelings. From my glowing eyes? Yes! What the fuck is she talking about? And, like, look at her. She's being so, like... (laughs) Like, angry girl singer. Yeah, she really is. Later, yesterday she wrote a song for me that was like, I love you just the way you are. See, there's something so mean about that. There's something so cruel about that phrase. Well, no, I was like, that's such a nice, honest phrase. But then, the second verse was like... Because you are kind. And I was like, oh. So not. So if I, I changed am. being kind, you wouldn't love me anymore? <laughs> I decided not to get into it with not. a six year old, but. 
but you wanted to and that's what's most important so yeah i'm grateful for instagram stories because i get to keep up with my other rving friends um which is how i like finally decided to get on board um because my real life friends i just keep up with them via text message like an old lady um right but everyone like i was at this rv summit thing and everyone was doing it and i was like oh this is so cool i can like see yeah so i got into it and now i've been making little stories and it it is a nice uh way of documenting it's like a no pressure way of documenting yeah i'm familiar with snapchat and how it works of course i i know i'm saying i'm grateful for it i'm not like doing a like you know commercial all right all right sorry i will say that a weekend i already feel the tendencies to you know pressure myself into creating good content oh good but then i remember but then i remember nothing matters so it's fine oh so true so true Okay, do you want me to say something else I'm grateful for? Or is it time for you to say something you're grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for working somewhere where it's okay to take sick time and, uh, you know, generally a good level of support for that sort of thing. I didn't always work somewhere where it was acceptable to take time off, even if you had a very, if you were very ill. And while I still don't have health benefits or health care, I'm glad at least that I could stay home. Nice. That's a good thing. What else am I grateful for? I'm grateful for coffee. Sometimes it just... Okay, this just devolved into a Tinder profile. All right. If I said I'm grateful for coffee on my Tinder profile, that would attract way too many, like, me too's, which I'm like, that is, like, not a... That is, like, not a barrier for entry, liking coffee. Also, everyone says, like, I couldn't live without, like coffee and the internet <laughs> sometimes people will have like uh, um like you can vaguely tell if people are like really into coffee which is the kind of person i like just like get snobby about your beverages please there's an unless it's wine i don't care feelings. about you being snobby about wine yeah that doesn't matter but like if they're like all about craft beer i'm kind of over that good coffee way of being it's just like people should like those things, but I kind of sick of people caring about things, you know? It's like if you say you like beer, if it's not craft beer, I don't want to date you. If you're like, I like beer, but what you mean is like, let's have Coors all night long, you're not my type. Mm, I don't know. I mean, nothing matters, so. I'm, I don't like spending time with other people, so like. If they're already, like, not my type, I definitely don't want to spend time with them. But saying so just because someone likes craft beers... why I go on beers, dates, like, once a month. I was going to say, just because someone likes craft beers, I don't know. I just feel like all the people that I've met in recent years that, like, like things or whatever are just so fucking tedious and nightmarish. I'm sick of people who like dumb things. You Everybody are, like, you are so tediously nuanced about all of your likes are you kidding me i don't like anything um what else am i grateful for oh you you said coffee doesn't count even though like beverages is all i live for well sometimes i like get on a kick where i'm drinking too much alcohol and i realize it's because i just enjoy like the way alcohol tastes (laughs) or like like or like like good beers and stuff and so then i have to remind myself that i can have that same love for beverages that don't take away my abilities um yes so you know 
this and I was I was like the whole time I was in Texas was like a giant party. So it's been a bit of a detoxy week. Um, and so I've been really reconnecting with coffee. I had I, I had nitro had cold brew at Starbucks yesterday, which I didn't know they did. They don't do it very well, but it was, you know, you know. Apparently, apparently, uh, craft coffee is mainstream enough that Starbucks has nitro cold brew. So maybe that's the thing you have an issue with. No, it's not the thing I have an issue with. I just think <laughs> that being particular about stuff is like fussy and often indicates somebody who thinks a certain way about something and it's I find that just to be tedious at this point I think you're conflating like knowing what you like with being particular I think you live in a world where like in LA there's so much opera like there's so many different things you could be particular about that like there's a heightened level of like what Pantone is your favorite color yeah and so the like our dog <laughs> she's five pounds so she's gonna keep us safe um yeah i think like i think you're reacting because of the like i don't know like the overproduction of uh preference that happens in a large metro area that's surrounded like that's centered around the arts Okay. I mean, I could see that. I still... I think and I'm saying I... as an everyday person, a lot of everyday people don't give a shit about anything. Okay. I think all I'm trying to say is that I feel like in recent years, people who are like, oh, I just love craft beers. It's kind of like, yeah, everyone prefers craft beers. Like, that's not enough to be make a big deal about. Like, right. And oh, I'm saying like coffee. Yeah. Everyone likes coffee. Like, that's not enough to be like, <laughs> yeah, we all prefer to go to fucking Blue Bottle and get some fucking delicious right. air rated whatever coffee. So I agree and disagree on two counts. I disagree that everyone loves craft beer because I have been at parties. Like I, like I was at a family reunion recently and I went and like, I brought my friend Nikki brought some really good, like random local beers. And I brought some mass production craft beers. Um, And so there was like a pretty good beer selection. And then there was like 5 million cores. Um, And, like half the people there judged me for not drinking Coors and for drinking the weird stuff. So like, so they're just weird. (laughs) So there definitely is like some cause for being like, well, the kind of beer I like is not the trash beer, but I agree with you that like being smug because you just like food is weird. Yeah. You know what I love? brunch it's like no fucking duh that's that's what i mean like yeah. oh you like coffee yeah like put that on your fucking dating profile everybody likes coffee in the internet like so like on a dating profile i don't look for someone being like yes like craft beers are bust i look for like something a little more nuanced or specific like uh things i do on the weekend check out local breweries or like you know whatever pub trivia mm-hmm. I'm always looking they, for, I'm, I mean, I, you have to be a good writer of a dating profile if I'm even going to, like, swipe right, so. Anyway. 
did you want to say you're grateful for something? Um, hit me with a grateful gram. <laughs> I can't think of anything else right now. Really? <laughs> this is the point. The point is to try. To try oh. to, to try to like think try about some think about something. some of the things that are great. Um, the other day at work, I felt grateful that, um, I could see, I was walking down the street and I was like, oh, it's so nice to be able to see. And then I was like, oh, it's pretty great to be able to walk and not be in pain while I'm walking. And then just spiraled it out from there. And I was like, man, it's pretty great to have these arms and these hands. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> there's, um, I, there was a story about that on a, on some podcast I listened to this week where it's like being sick always makes you grateful for your health because you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so terrible these three days. And then you're like, people feel this way all the time. Well, I mean, I'm so lucky for no reason do I have two arms and two legs. Oh, I haven't felt that way this week. This happened like last, last week, well before I was sick, but yeah. Well, I wasn't saying that's why you feel that way. I'm just saying a thing oh it often happens yeah i could see that uh there was a good podcast episode from the liturgist a couple weeks ago that you would really like about ableism and mm-hmm. how um is really beautiful they had a, m- a couple parents of kids with down syndrome and how they're regularly like up like in the christian community people will pray for healing Oh, and that that's, that's like weird. it's super offensive because it's like okay, yeah. you're saying there's something wrong with my kid, right? Um, and how like and they talked about like how it's such a unique personality and such an important part of our world, um, and that like this mom started crying at how she thinks it's going to be like an ex- extinct and and like within you know 20 oh, years probably. and yeah, how it, and she was like crying because she was so heartbroken because she was like we're gonna lose this treasure um and i was like oh that's really beautiful um and then they also just talked about how um all of culture is designed to like in like the the provisions for uh people with disabilities whether intellectual or physical is basically like how do we make it so that you can operate like us yeah instead of just like letting them do their thing and how um and how people are always like shocked when they talk to blind people that they can like like how do you do this how do you do this how do you do this um and they they had this woman who's she's in her she's probably my age uh or she might be in her late 20s um but she she said growing up blind was never hard like this is all i've ever known so like that like it was never a big deal this is just who i am this is my life of course i figure out how to do x y or z she's -hmm. like what's been hard is just like the way other people are about it yeah and how they want to talk about it and and she ended, yeah, she ended up making a YouTube series because she was like, okay, people want to know what it's like. And yeah. which she's like, she's like, and that is a little annoying because it feels a little bit like I'm a zoo exhibit. She's like, but I decided to make this 
make these videos like how do I go for a walk or like how do I drive a car or whatever it is um because a car. I don't think she drives a car but um <laughs> I would be interested to know how she did go it. she did go to some event where she was riding in the passenger seat and they pulled up and because she's a she's a singer and she performs she's got like record deals and stuff um and so she they were going to a performance and she got out of the passenger side and like walked up to the lady greeting her and the lady was like you got out of that car so fast bless your heart and she was like i hate you like i like i just can't see like i like it's just a car i'm an adult of course i could get out of it um and so she basically created these videos to um answer those questions in a in a in a way that like alleviates people's curiosity and gives them a place to have that curiosity and then move forward into being normal wiser people Mm -hmm. yeah there's a certain sort of person on facebook shall we say that i see share a certain video and the video is like um, people from infomercials messing up. And oh, it's yeah. Like a long string of infomercial where yeah, people are like, whoa. Right. And a certain sort of person who shares this video is always like, <laughs> can't believe this. <laughs> and I always want to write this super long thing. Being because like, the video, hey. the point of the video is like, oh, my God, how stupid are people in infomercial yeah, how commercials? Stupid is everyone? Yeah. Because they're like, because like, they're like, how it's can't believe people in infomercials don't just die they're all so dumb and i always want to write and be like hey i didn't know this until recently and maybe you don't know this either but most of those things were developed by or for people with disabilities and um the only way they can sell them is on the mass market and they have to make it look like that but actually a lot of these tools are not even for us so maybe you could stop laughing at that because it's actually not funny if you think about it at all right well, and I've seen you write that, and I think the way you say it is really nice. And I'm like, oh, look at Amanda doing doing a nice thing on Facebook instead of trolling. I know. The dog got just some good took trolls. my pen. Do you I want got to- some good trolls in the work right now. <laughs> Dude, you did so many funny trolls this week. I feel like you were, I don't know oh if it's God. just like we were both having bad weeks, and so it was like funnier yes. to me than usual, <laughs> or if like... Or if, like, because we were both having bad weeks, you were funnier. I don't know. But the, Glad to know I, like, I, I, I don't usually laugh out loud at, um, the only things I laugh out loud at are inside jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually laugh out loud at television or anything like that. Um, and so to laugh out loud at you trolling on Facebook was a special treat. It happened twice this week. Oh, so. that's something to be grateful for. I'm so grateful for the way you troll. I know. Um. Oh, I in regards to ableism, I at this house I'm staying at, I'm like my bedroom's on the second story, um, and the bathroom I like to use is on the first story because it has a bidet, and we all remember how much I love a bidet. Mm-hmm. Um. And so in the morning when I wake up and want to go to the bathroom, I have to go downstairs like right away. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't usually go downstairs early in the morning. And it's I like definitely my RA. I know it's there. I can't bend my knees or my ankles. And so I have to like go like with my body weight on them. So I have to go down the stairs a certain way, which I haven't had to do in a couple of years because I haven't lived with stairs. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And so like that was like that's been a good reminder like oh I'm sick and how like and I'm so grateful that I can just like because if I lay in bed for like two hours in the morning then it totally goes away. Mm -hmm. So I was like I'm so grateful for the um, the life I have that like makes my makes my disabilities not an issue. Mm -hmm. No that's very true. A lot of people don't have that option. Right. We saw um, on the train, we saw a blind lady the other day and someone like came up to her, a swan of helpfulness and was like, do you need help? Are, are you, do you need help? Are you lost? And she was like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm all's well, sailor. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to trust that if this person needs help, they will ask for it. But otherwise I think they're probably fine. Right. Yeah. Especially like, like on the train. It's like. Right. Like. It's announcing it. Like, come on. Yeah. So I have. Oh, speaking of on the train, I saw a really good billboard. <gasps> Tell me. And it made oh, me so mad. I have a billboard that's dating profile related. So go. Ooh, exciting. Teaser. All right. So my billboard, Um, I've seen it before, but I forgot about it. But once I saw it again, I was like, oh, yeah, this one. Um. It's a forest. There's a forest and there's a deer on it. And the deer is looking right into the right at you. And it has a little speech bubble. Is it is it an is it like a drawn animated? No, it's like a real it looks or like a real deer. Or it's a photo. Okay. It's like a photo. It looks like a real deer. Um and the words in the speech bubble that the deer has coming out of its mouth say staring contest meet you in the forest. And it's an ad for, like, the park service and, like, going to the forest or something. What? And the slogan is, like, go outside. And it's, like, To have National a staring park contest service. with a deer? Staring contest? See you in the forest. I was like, is that deer that is like That me? is, like, yeah. No, I was like, that is murder taunt right there. No, and the way it looks, it has enormous eyes. And the way it looks is not friendly. Like, it's, like... Are you looking at me? I'm going to beat your ass in the forest. Like, it's so weird. That's it's so weird. weird. I know. And I was like, why does it say that? Why? Why is this deer staring? Dude, in Yellowstone, they've had all of these um, accidents with the wildlife because people are trying to take selfies with the wildlife. Yeah, I saw and people s- doing that in Yosemite a couple yeah, months ago. So they have this thing called the Yellowstone Pledge. And it's, like, all about how to take a safe selfie. And they, like, explain to you how to take a safe selfie. Don't do it. The safest selfie of all. They're, like, be, you they're, they're, you know, you have to be, like, 400 feet away from the animal, et cetera, et cetera. Because people are, like, getting close and they're, like, hey, bison, let's portrait Why? it up. And the bison dumb? are, like, yeah. what's happening? The bison are, like, no, delete that one. I don't look cute. <laughs> that's, that's my billboard <laughs> what uh what's your billboard uh so i saw a lamar billboard i liked <gasps> no what was yeah. it yeah it said tall outdoorsy type seeks relationship no that's so dumb and i was like do i want to date a billboard yeah, you were like, I guess I could. I mean, it's everything I was like, a tall, I've ever wanted. Outdoorsy type seeking a relationship. I know this isn't a person, but I'm still, but I'm still listening. Attracted. <laughs> I'm still interested. 
All right, do you have a joke life moment or what? I do. It's a really sad one, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, it made me cry a lot, and I felt oh. like I should share it because of how sad it is. Great. Um, <laughs> Put the damper on this show. Oh, yes, as if the damper was not already there. So, uh, like a month ago, I found out about, or like two months ago, probably, I found out about the HBO Writer's Access Program, which is like a diversity program for getting people into writing about TV, um, being staffed on an HBO show. And I um, was really excited about it because they haven't had this contest for like two years. And so immediately I come up with like a bunch of ideas. I plan out what I'm going to write about. And I immediately. put writing. Huh? Immediately. Yes. Immediately I and do the easy part. Yes, I do the easy part. And then I like. Sure, I'll unfollow busy. 600 people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's easier than doing actual so- work. So I worked really hard on my script, uh, you know, in the last week before it was due. I was like, oh, my God, this done. And sure. All right. But I had, like, done all my research. I had my outline. I was ready. And I wrote my whole thing. And I spent every minute that I was not at work, like, working on it. I would stay up late. I got up early. I was writing and writing and writing. And, um yeah, I, I spent a lot of time on it and I was really happy with how it turned out. I go on March 4th to turn it in and, um, I got done by like 5 PM and I was so excited. I was like, I'm done. I can't believe this. I'm going to turn it in. It's great. I'm so early. And I go to turn it in and it says submission closed, much like the Goodreads things. And I was freaked out and it said, yeah, due by 9 a.m. on March 4th and it was 5 p.m. and I missed it and I felt so sad and because they only do this contest every like two years there's no way to get around it and I was so angry that I had done all that work and that somehow I still had not done it and yeah it was so frustrating and so upsetting And because it was specifically written for cable, it's not like I can redo it really for network or use it as a sample for something else. I mean, I can use it as a writing sample, but I just don't know how much that helps me in general. So it was just really sad and I felt so dumb and so stupid. And I was like, but I did think while it was happening, I was like, well, at least I have something for joke life moment. Yeah. When you when you texted me, you were like, I have my joke life moment for the week. (laughs) Yep. But one good thing this week, I realized that I can use it to submit to this other Sundance program. So hopefully that's something at least. But I was still just so sad. I cried and cried and cried. And you have the life lesson. What's the life lesson here? Don't do anything? No, the life lesson is A, read the information provided about the contest you care about. B, don't wait till the last minute. I know, but I didn't. I was early. No. You literally were, I'm just saying, it's not like you had it done a week in advance and you were, you had, like, this would be a true joke life moment. You had it done a week in advance and you had sent it out to a bunch of friends to, like, have them look it over and give you notes. And you were just, like, waiting for one more notes to come back before you, like, pulled the trigger. And that's why you missed it. No, you were writing it last minute. It's not very nice. (laughs) It's the joke life moment part of the portion of the episode. Um, what is my joke life moment? Oh, I um, 
So at my uh, therapist's office, they let me carry a bit of a balance, um, which is good because I don't, I no one can afford therapy. It's a million dollars. Um, but my balance had hit a level where they were like, okay, now you have to make a payment. Um, and so I was like, okay, give me a couple days. Let me work some stuff out. Um, and I made a little chart of all the credit cards that I have and uh-huh. what I owe on them. And so I currently have 0% interest on all my credit cards. Um, and so they're basically, you know, loans, mm-hmm. interest-free loans. Um, so I wrote sure. down, I wrote down all the cards I have and when the 0% interest is going to expire, aka when I need to pay them by. Um, and then if I have any extra credit available in that account and if I have a balance transfer available so I can figure out if there was a way for me to pay this bill and not have to pay any interest on it. Um, and I figured it out and I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I need to pay it with this credit card and then transfer that balance to this other credit card that has like a balance open and then I won't owe on it till December, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, and while I'm doing that, instead of just paying what I owe, I should pay f- like extra for like the rest of my sessions. So all of that will get transferred and be a future problem for 2018. Such a future problem. Um, so then I showed up and did that. And uh, like I had to, I got to the office like a half hour early so I could work with the office manager to be like, OK, put this on this card and this on this mm-hmm. card. And how much extra can I pay you? Because then I was like, oh, maybe I should just like get cash this way. Like that episode of I Love Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. I'm not. I'm not that crazy. Um, close. So just close. crazy enough to. Uh, Did use... you see the video of that little girl interrupting her dad on the BBC or whatever? Oh my god, I loved that video. I was imagining you walking into the office like that little girl. <laughs> I'm here to pay. Cards. The both both of those kids in that BBC video have so much attitude. I love it. They're just like. Oh, I know. That like... one little kid moves so fast. The one in, in the, the walker. Little walker. Thing. It's terrifying. I was like, what the hell is wrong with that child? He's moving so fast. And then the, and then the, mom and the way the mom tries goes... to pull them both through the door and like they're stuck because she's trying to pull them both through the and door. And they're like hanging on to the door like yep. they're being like taken away from the only thing they love. Like they're being kidnapped. Yep. Oh, it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, this is life, man. Oh, and that poor life. that poor guy is like, my apologies. My apologies. I know, right? The working theory was that he wasn't wearing pants, which is why he couldn't, like, get up. No, I think he was, like, trying to be cool. Right. He goes like Also, this. someone was like, he goes like this. Right, he, like, pushing, tries to, like, push the kid. <laughs> it's not Which here. I appreciate. Someone was like, hot take. You shouldn't push your kids in the face. And I was like, you're not trying to push them in the face. It's just where their face is. You're just trying your to hand. be like, remember, you're not supposed to be here, you stupid moron. Hot take. Right, Have like, you ever been around a three-year-old? Right. Like, get the fuck away from me. He's like, I came in here to do this, like, 10-minute BBC, like, thing. That's a really big deal. And my kids know it. Yep. You know, like, the mom went to the bathroom for, like, a second and instantly burst through the door. It was so funny, though, because I was like, she looks, like, comically horrified. <laughs> as if it was, like, she's like... It's like a silent film. She's like, oh, like, it doesn't even make 
makes sense. She, the way she's like grabbing them and dragging them is like because it's live news. Like, I know she's trying to like slink out. God, it's so dumb. It's like it's like not even real. That it's is like no. That is like the most joke life moment thing to happen on the internet this week. I loved it. Oh, I loved everything it. Everything on my Facebook was that dumb thing. I know, weird. but I was like, this is the content. This is the content the world needs. Oh, absolutely. Um. So yeah, when I got into therapy, I was like, I paid my bill, and also I'm paid through for the rest of the year. So don't talk to me or my son ever again. And her eyes grew wide. She was like, "What? I thought you didn't have money." And I was like, "No, I don't have money. Let don't me have money. let me explain to you my Ponzi scheme where and I you take money, my money. And I found money. I take my money from one creditor and I transfer <laughs> it to another creditor." And then I get more money from the original creditor. And then when I don't, when it's like August 1st, which is when my next thing is up, then I transfer that to another credit card. All you need is seven credit cards. And then you can just Ponzi your way, moving them around and around and around and around. And then I was like, how long do you think they'll let me get away with this? And then she kind of looked at me like, I'm not your financial advisor. That's not the nature of our professional relationship. Not at all. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of a joke life moment, but also I'm like, eh, works for me. No. It's a work life moment. It's working. It's working. All right. I got to go. I got another thing. All right. Though, I'm going to go paint Though these I don't know circlets. when my thing is because I thought it was at nine, but the guy I'm meeting with doesn't appear to be on Skype yet. So, well, mysteries. It's good. I can prepare for the meeting. So all true. Right. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, could you say what? the thing about what people should do? Our website, we forgot to do it last time. Oh yes. Oh, we got a we got another rating on uh, iTunes. Oh wow! No review. No review goes with it, but that's okay. We now have ten okay. ratings. Um, I'd like to set a little goal of getting twenty guys. You can rate us without writing a review. You can just hit that button, and it helps other people find us. If you like two girls talking at all, please tell a friend. Um, don't oh, yeah. tell anyone tell we know, but really, tell a friend of yours. Tell a friend is, is something that we aren't even very good at. No, I would agree. But like fans have a different responsibility to us than we have to ourselves. So uh, Everyone um, has more responsibilities than I do. That's just how I get through life. <laughs> you can find us See at Two Girls Talking. Moment. Are you going to let me do it or no? Do it. You can find us at twogirlstalking.club. You can rate us, review us, uh, leave us a poem, leave us a nasty message, whatever you want on iTunes. Um, we will soon have merch available for the the few, the proud, the strong. Look at you. I know. Um, and what else? We'd just love to hear from you. So we go do. to we our wanna, website. We want to know who you are, Gabon. Gabon, we miss you. We Actually, love you. We all think of, of our you international. Often. We have like thirty percent of our listeners are international. Um, we want to hear from you. Yeah, so just go to our website and whatever the box is that's there, just type into the box and we'll get it. Promise. Yep. Bye. Bye.